0: The thing is, it's it's easy to be a good friend when everything's good. Like when everything is rosy and you're out to cocktails and most of your convos are like joking around, joking about menial things, like just having a good time. It's easy to be a good friend. Like it's easy to make friends in that setting when you're just kind of joking around and and the purpose is just like to have a good time. It's a lot harder to be a good friend through hardship because it's not fun. Sometimes with the real friendships, like not every moment is going to be a happy one. Not every moment's going to be beautiful, but you can only hope like, okay, in the grand scheme of things, hopefully your life is a beautiful one and you can share it with people around you. But inevitably, like there are going to be periods of your life where you're going through hard shit. The people who, and everybody knows this, like the people who actually you develop like really strong, like rock solid friendships with are the ones who have been there and you've seen each other and helped each other through like the ugly periods. If your friend is going through hardship, it's difficult and it's ugly and it's not fun because you don't know how to help. Like you don't always intuitively know what to say or how to help them. And if you're the one going through the hardship and they're trying to comfort you, the conversations can be difficult. And also like if you're the one who's dealing with something, it's hard to tell the other person without hurting them that they can't help you. In general, like when you're going through shit in life, it's easy actually to be a bad friend because your entire life becomes about you. Because you can become consumed by the problem. So I actually think like, if you're in a period where you're going through shit in your life, it's actually easy for you. You're the one who's most at risk of like being a terrible friend. Because when you're going through something, your entire life becomes about you. It's actually very selfish. Like your entire life becomes consumed by the problem. Therefore, like you're probably not a great friend of the people around you. By the same token, if you're in a relationship, like you probably do not become such a great partner because your entire attention gets drawn into like solving this problem that's about you, 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 you. And you like step out of like how you can make your friend happy, for example. But ironically, those are the times that bring a lot of clarity. Like if somebody can be by your side through thick and thin and find ways to support you, even knowing that they can't maybe solve whatever problem that you're facing, applause. Like if they can do that, that's love. Like I also think that the friends that I value the most are the ones who for example, like, aren't afraid to call me out on my bullshit. The ones that tell me if they think that I'm looking at a situation wrong or that I picked the wrong, like, course of action, the friends who have balls, like, those are the friends who I want around me. I don't want a room full of people who always, you know, want to say the right thing and are afraid to step on my toes or don't want to disagree with me because they want to avoid the conflict. I want the opposite. I want the people who are not afraid to slap me in the face to tell me they think I'm wrong if they do. And beyond that, like, it's my choice whether or not to listen to them. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. By the same token, like, I will never tell my friends what to do, but I'll tell them what I think, because they're my friends, and I'm operating out of best interest for them, and I want to see them thrive, and I want to see them happy, and I'm not optimizing for, like, okay, how can I make this person like me, and, like, always say things that they're going to like to hear. It's not about that. That's not what friendship is. Like, there's a difference between that platonic surface-level friendship, where you're nice to each other, but... That's not real love. Like I actually think real love is like ugly sometimes and you have to disagree with each other and you have to get into arguments. Those are what my best friendships are like. And I wouldn't trade them for the world. Like I want friends who will kick me in the ass when I need it. For example, like if I'm wallowing over something, I don't want them to say like, oh, poor you. I want them to say, Elena, get your life together. Like this is not you. That's how you can tell the people who actually care about you apart from the people who are just trying to say the right thing. There's a difference. The second requires a lot more courage because somebody can be perfectly sweet and a nice human being and you can have fun with them and laugh and go out to drinks, blah, 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 But That doesn't necessarily mean that they care about you deeply. Maybe they're just pleasant to be around. Maybe they're like that with everybody. Sometimes it's actually the opposite. The ones who care about you deeply are not perfect and nice and sweet all the time. The people who care about you the most deeply are probably actually not as worried about being nice or sweet to your face. They care about making you better and they want the same in return. One of the markers, actually, everybody knows this. Sometimes best friends like talk shit to your face, but compliment you to others behind your back. That's someone who respects you. Like my friends who I respect and admire, the first one that comes to mind is like my one of my best friends, Julian, He's like a close guy friend. And a lot of the time, like girl guy friendships are like this. We only talk shit to each other's face. Like I hate complimenting him to his face because his ego is too big. But when he's not around, I will only ever speak about him with the utmost respect and admiration and compliment him because that's what I genuinely think. But I'm not going to tell that to him. Like, to his face, I'm going to kick him in the ass and make sure that he doesn't get too cocky. Friendship, the same way with, like, love, is about finding the people who you can go through life with and both be better as a result. Like, I want my circle to be... I want my circle of people to be so strong like so unwavering in our friendship that we have each other's backs no matter what. We don't have to say it, we just know. We have each other's backs like a SWAT team. And I think it was only in my early 20s that I started to notice that that was something I valued, right? Because when you're younger, like you just want people to have fun with. The older you get, the the more you realize it's about, it's about people who you can actually like share emotion with, like share experiences with, whether it's good or bad also like once you have that deep level of friendship where you know like that's your person and you're theirs and you're ride or die and you have each other's backs once you know that like you have that level of friendship it also ironically makes like the joking moments when you're just out to drinks like on vacation messing around it makes those a lot more fun just because like there's a different energy in the room when like when two people are just like connected and you kind of know that you're like a dynamic duo I don't know if that makes sense it sounds so cheesy but I think it was only like early 20s that I started to notice that. And I started to realize that there were people with whom the conversations, like there are people who you can call friends, but the conversations stay kind of limited. Like either it's limited to small talk or you're just talking about everyday things. Like, you know, what did you do today? What did you do this weekend? It's descriptive conversation. Or with girls, for example, when girls have nothing to say, they default to complimenting each other. Most of the time on each other's looks or on their outfit And then the conversation doesn't go anywhere else. Like it literally doesn't go beyond that. Girls who meet each other out at a bar, the entire, you can overhear this. The entire conversation is, Oh my God, you look so cute. Oh my God, where did you get that outfit? And then it's like silence after that. And there's literally no other level to the conversation. And there are entire friendships based off of that. And that's adorable. But you need like, I want girls around me who are like actually like my people who I have like a bit of a deeper level. friendship with who I can go to when I need to talk about you know a turning point something I'm thinking about in my job or in my relationship or like something is going on in my mind that I need an outside perspective on there's a middle category of people with whom I notice myself having conversations with a bit more substance about like ideas opinions you share interesting experiences you share information so it goes beyond just like the descriptive conversation You're actually getting to conversations of value. But with those, like, with that middle category, I notice it's limited to one or like a few topics only. You kind of like group your friendships. Like, I had, for example, I used to have, like, I'd have people who I talked to about health and fitness. We like bonded over that. Maybe it's that you met them at the gym. You'd have people who you talk about career and money with, or friends who you know from work you know, someone who you met on Twitter, if your niche is like career and entrepreneurship. And then I'd have a bucket of friends who I talked about books or restaurants with, because, you know, that was our common interest. There's this middle category of friendships where you, you're actually having conversation of value, but it's staying limited to one category. And that also still is like kind of a barrier on the friendships. You're still not going to get that deep or like have all of your, intellectual needs let's say like stimulated or even like your emotional needs probably aren't going to be stimulated by that middle category and then there's a third group the people with whom I can talk about all of the above and more or nothing at all for that matter like we could just sit in silence and be content with each other's presence and realizing that like that is when I decided that those are the people who I want to be friends with because If I had to explain why my best friends are my best friends, it's because they satisfy that criteria. Like there's no limit to the kinds of things that I can talk to them about. They make me better, like not only through conversation, but also by example. And even more importantly, they do what I talked about earlier, which is they don't always agree with me. Most of the time, actually, they don't. They have different opinions than me. They challenge me. And that's how I know that they love me because I do the same because I love them. And it's not about being nice. It's not about formalities. It's not about saying the right thing. It's about caring for someone so deeply and being like so invested in their life and how they are that like you are as happy about their success and about like seeing them happy as you are with your own. And by the same token, like you feel pain just as strongly when they're upset. It kills you the same way as if it was your own. And don't get me wrong. Like this does not negate the importance of independence. Like you have to have your own life still. That goes without saying, but just knowing even silently that you have, if you need it, you have a team of people who have your back and are rooting for you if and when you need it. They're there somewhere in the world. One person who's committed to being a better, happier version of themselves every day, that person has a certain energy around them. And if you have a group of people who are all pushing to do good for themselves and for others, that compounds, like it amplifies. Because at that point, like not only are you just like sharing information, you're feeding off each other's energy. Those are the kinds of people who I want to be around. The last thing I'd say on this is when people talk about friendships, they we, we focus on time too much. Have you ever noticed like when someone's introducing a friend, they say, oh, like X person is my best friend. I've known them for 20 years or this new person I love, I fell in love with her, but we've only been friends for like three weeks. I hate those qualifiers. Like, I don't think that time is the accurate metric for any kind of relationship. Like, obviously you can't control when you meet people, but if there's one thing I'm certain of or that I've learned length of friendship has nothing to do with depth. I will even love at first sight in love and in friendships like in Chicago, for example, some of my closest friends, I knew the second I met them that they were going to be my people because you can just tell based on their energy. I was like, that is my, that's one of my people. By the same token, you can be friends with somebody for a year, two years, three years, see each other once a week for coffee, and again, still stay in that middle category where you're only really talking about what you did over the weekend or your job. And I think that there's more to relationships than that, and there's more to life than that. So I think my takeaway, like the thing that that, I have realized is that I want to spend less time. Like I want to minimize the time probably that I spend on those surface level friendships where like somebody could be nice or sweet, but if it's not one of my people who I click with, I don't want to spend my entire weekend grabbing coffee with surface level friendships because those can actually be exhausting because like an introvert, those probably drain me more than they feed my energy. So I want to minimize the time I spend on interactions like that and more like focus on like my people who are my people like my rider dies as long as i have them around me i'm good and i know who they are the people who will be at my wedding or like who 10 years from now sitting around a dinner table like laughing in our italian villa with our kids like playing in the background i know who those people are and those are the people who i want to keep close so pick up the phone go call your best friend tell them you love them because those people when you meet them you know it and those are the people you should hold very close because they make life a hell of a lot sweeter good morning my beautiful woman i was thinking a lot about you last night and again this morning Oh, I forgot the part that I think about you, like, almost every day. And at least you're, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. I miss you so much. Why are you not here? The most sweetest, most thoughtful, most beautiful human. And all I can say is thank you so much. What you did means a lot. And (laughs) I timed it perfectly. Honestly, that trip sounds so nice. You're just going to completely disconnect from everything. There's something beautiful about just doing nothing, just strolling out of city, stopping by some coffee shop, maybe a couple of restaurants, sitting down, enjoying their culture. Honestly, that's a really beautiful thing. Uh, I miss you a lot, and I love you. Bye. That's insane and cute. I love that. The um, life update. Um... Everything's pretty slow and steady. It's it's weird. It's not in shambles. There's a there's a really comforting calm in the weather. The um I mean, it's always raining here, but it's slow. It's nice. I'm embracing the last bit I have here. I'm trying to make myself busy with other things. I'm constantly reading or listening to podcasts. I'm also writing. Um, I'm working towards a book, but who knows where it's gonna go. I'm literally driving on the fucking 401 right now. And no joke, I can't fucking explain to you how many times I missed the motherfucking exit because I'm just distracted. Like, usually, like, I'll listen to, like, podcasts when I'm, like, driving, like, back and forth on the highway. I don't know what it is, man. I was listening to your podcast, and I'm, like, so fucking invested in the podcast, and in my own thoughts, that I have missed the motherfucking exit
1: three times.
0: Okay, one last ask for me. One of my goals going into this year is to bring more cool people to the podcast. So if you can try really hard to think about how you first found out about 20-something, however it was, whether a friend sent you the link, whether you saw it on socials, it would help me a lot to know how you ended up here. And more importantly, if you can do that same thing to bring one more person to the podcast. If your friend told you about it or sent you the link to an episode, do that. If you saw it on someone's Instagram story, post a story. Whatever it is, I would love if you shared and I'm excited to grow this community because my listeners are pretty cool and I want to bring more people like you to the podcast because we're building a really cool group here. So I love you guys so, so, so much. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.